Hello all and welcome to another episode of Everyday Black History. Now today uh, we're giving you a two for one again today, doing two uh, episodes, because today we're going to highlight, on this episode we're going to highlight an institution. Um, as I said before, when it, you know we highlight institutions, one of the institutions we like to highlight is um, uh, HBCUs, historically uh, black universities, because, you know, they were all created during a time, or most of them came about during a time where higher education was either non-existent or very limited to uh, black Americans. So, you know, these colleges were created, you know, mostly so that they can teach people to become teachers to educate different generations of young black men and women. Because as we know, education is very important to our people, especially since we were denied it for so long. So today, the, um, uh, the HBCU that we're going to be highlighting, the institution is Albany State University. And it is a uh, four-year uh, state-supported HBCU in Albany, Georgia. And it was uh, created and uh, it was founded, established in 1903 by Joseph Winthrop Holly, who was born as a former slave in South Carolina. Uh, he, was, he was born in 1874, and he was fortunate enough to have uh, two educators who sent him away to school where he was able to receive an education. And even a New England businessman who took a liking to him arranged for him to uh, go to Massachusetts where he can continue his education. He aspired uh, John Winthrop Holly, who established uh, Albany State University, aspired to become a minister and prepared by completing his education at Lincoln University. And we actually did an episode on everyday black history on Lincoln University. It's one of the oldest historically black colleges uh, that's been around. So he uh, uh, completed his education there to become a minister. And he was he was inspired to return to the South after he read uh, W.E.B. Uh, du Bois' uh, book, uh, The Souls of Black Folk. Um, when In that book, he talked about the plight of black folks in Albany, Georgia. So it inspired him to relocate down there to start a school. And with the help of $2,600, a gift that he received from uh, this New England businessman, Roland Hazard, a hazard who sent him to Massachusetts initially to get his education. He received this $2,600 uh, gift from his family, and he organized a board of trustees, uh, uh, John Winthrop Holly, and he purchased 50 acres of land for the campus that would become Albany State University. He did all this all within a year, so you can see his dedication. Now, the aim of the institution um, was to provide elementary education and teaching, teacher training for the local black population. It was turned over to the state of Georgia in 1917 as Georgia Normal and Agricultural College, a two-year agricultural and teacher training institution. Years later, by the 1930s, in 1932, it became part of the University System of Georgia. And in 1943, it was granted, it was granted four-year status and renamed Albany State College. The transition to a four-year um, university um, uh, heavily increased uh, the school's enrollment. A lot of people started to enroll in the school for education. And by the 1980s, the college offered its first graduate program, which was a prelude to the school being upgraded to university status later on in the 1990s, 1996 actually. Now, Albany State University played an integral, uh, a significant role in the civil rights movement in the early 1960s. 
uh, many students from the school, um, black improvement organizations, and representatives from the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, SNCC, um, came together to create the Albany Movement. And this movement brought uh, uh, prominent civil rights leaders such as Martin Luther King there um, to you know, get a better understanding of it. And it resulted in the arrest of more than a thousand black protesters, the Albany Movement. Among the very first to be arrested were students from Albany State. And in 1961, November 22nd, Blanton Hall and Bertha Gober entered, uh, two students from Albany State, they entered the white waiting, waiting room of the Albany bus station to buy tickets home for the Thanksgiving holiday. And when they were told to leave, uh, they refused to leave and they were arrested by the police. Now the um, president at that time of Albany State, William Dennis, because he was fearful of losing his position, he suspended and expelled those students. And that led to a lot of animosity uh, from the black community and the student body. So, uh, but that didn't stop uh, Bertha Goba and Blanton Hall from their duty. They continued in the civil rights movement, um, especially uh, Blanche Goba. She continued as one of the freedom sing singers, um, SNCC's freedom singers, and she wrote the group's anthem. And, uh, and, um, Many other um, individuals who were associated with this movement continued on to become well-known civil rights activists and continue their activism for um, black equality. Um, now, as a way of apologizing for their blunder in December of 2011, 32 of the students who were expelled from Albany State during this time period in the civil rights movement were granted honorary degrees. The school awarded 31 honorary baccalaureate degrees and one honorary doctorate um, degree, and that went to Bernice Johnson uh, Reagan, who uh, who uh, left Albany State to work with the SNCC and would later uh, form the well-known a cappella group Sweet Honey in the Rock. Um, she's also a uh, noted cultural historian as well. Now, in the 1990s, uh, Albany State University um, merged with merged with uh, another school to become uh, Albany State College merged, merged with another school to become Albany State University. And today, Albany State University continues to provide a wide range of educational opportunities to the residents of Georgia, and it participates in uh, engineering transfer programs and dual degree programs with the Georgia Institute of Technology, which is one of the top engineering schools in the nation. Uh, the Holly Institute, uh, the Holly Institute, which is named after the founder, was uh, created by uh, Portia Shields, who was the president of Albany State University. And this institute was uh, consists of an intense four weeks of study to help high school students improve low SAT scores and gain admission to college. The program has a near 100% success rate and has received the praise from the uh, State Board of Regents, just showing how effective it is. Um, Albany State also has the third highest student retention rate in the university system. Um, over the years, in the 2000s, a new stadium opened, new housing units opened, uh, bettering the school. And um, in 2015, the University System of Georgia announced the consolidation of Albany State University and Dalton State College. And a combination of those two schools makes Albany State uh, one of the largest historically black universities in the state of Georgia and one of the largest in the United States. Now, there are uh, well-known uh, alumni who taught 
and who attended uh, Albany State University. Uh, many uh, black Americans who went there ended up doing very well, whether they're athletes or politicians or even actresses, like even the mother from, from Family Matters with the, with the raspy voice, uh, Joe Marie Payton. She also went there to Albany State University, as mentioned, uh, many athletes as well. Rick Ross went there. Um, so there's a few well-known people who went to the school and graduated from there, um, showing how effective it is with his teaching and his schooling. Um, but as mentioned, it's one of the top schools in the country and in the state of Georgia. So we just wanted to highlight Albany State University as, as an institution of black history and black culture. And for the importance it is, the importance it means for education and for bettering our people for over for the last more than 100 years. So that concludes this episode of Everyday Black History. Um, we'll continue to bring more institutions and uh, people and uh, men and women who contributed to black history and black culture. And we just ask you to stay tuned for the next episode as it will be coming soon. Uh, once again, please uh, check out and subscribe to my channel on YouTube, Everyday Black History. And I'll see you soon with another episode.